0: Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of my podcast. Today, I want to talk about the Great Goat War, an interesting story of how the Galapagos Conservancy declared war on the goats of the islands to protect the native species. If you have listened to my podcast before, you will probably remember hearing about the Great Emu War, in which the Australian government went to war with modern machine guns and weapons against their emu population, and failed. This is a similar story. Let's start with where this story takes place the Galapagos Islands, in the Pacific Ocean, that are part of Ecuador. The islands are famous for their biological diversity, which is immense. It was the place that helped Charles Darwin to develop his theory of evolution. There are several animal species that can only be found on the islands, like the Galapagos Tortoise, the largest tortoise species in the world. But then, goats started arriving on the islands, and became the greatest threat to the native species that they've ever known. The islands are over 900 kilometers away from the South American mainlands, so they didn't swim there. They were brought by humans, who thought it was a great idea at the time. The Spanish brought them for food and released them into the wild, but when they found out that British pirates were settling the area and fighting these goats for their own food, they released dogs into the wild to try and kill them. But that didn't work, and then on one of the islands in 1959, a couple of fishermen brought just three goats that also escaped into the wild, one male and two females. Just 14 years later, it was estimated that those three original goats had exploded into a population of over 30,000 goats that were rampaging across the islands. By the 1990s, the goat problem began to get out of hand, with the goat army over 250,000 strong. It was destroying the natural habitats of the islands. They were eating everything they could find, which was destroying the food eaten by the island's native species. As a result, creatures like the giant Galapagos tortoise were starving to death. Their own numbers had decreased from over 25,000 down to just 3,000 left by the 1970s. The goats were creating an environmental disaster, and concerned biologists began brainstorming potential solutions. It was eventually decided that the native wildlife on the islands needed to be saved, and the only way to do that was to remove all 250,000 goats, rounding them all up and transporting them somewhere else. This turned out to be difficult, so several other crazy plans were developed instead, including one idea to import lions to the islands that would eat the goats. They eventually decided that this plan was dumb, but agreed that an all-out war needed to be declared on the goats, and every single last goat on the islands needed to be destroyed, and for that, they brought in the military. After years of debating and planning, the Galapagos Conservancy initiated Project Isabella, the systematic killing of all goats and other pests from the Galapagos Islands. This began at first simply with squads of hunters crossing the islands and shooting goats as they found them. But this was determined to not be terribly efficient or quick enough. So then, they brought in helicopters with trained sharpshooters brought in from New Zealand to fly around and mow down the goats in herds. There would be two gunners on either side of the helicopter, and when the pilot managed to herd a group of goats together into a tight pack, they would open fire and wipe all of them out. This tactic proved effective because within the first year starting, 90% of the island's goats had been eliminated. The remaining 10% meant that thousands of goats were still out there, and they started going underground. The surviving goats grew wise to the sound of helicopters. Knowing that their sound meant instant death, they scattered and fled to the hidden parts of the island, and continued a guerrilla-style war against their human attackers. You already know how quickly just three goats managed to reproduce into 30,000 goats, so even if only a handful remain, the environmental disaster that they were causing would restart all over again. Eventually, a bold new strategy had to be developed to finish the war. And so, Project Isabella came up with the idea of Judas Goat. Essentially, a team would capture a female goat from the wild, tag it with a GPS tracking device and release it to go find its friends. The hunters would follow the goat back to the herd, and just like Judas, it would betray its friends to be slaughtered. Once the herd was eliminated, the hunters would always leave the Judas goat alive to go find new friends to start the entire process over again. Everywhere the Judas goat went, it unknowingly would bring death. Over two more long years, the team employed over 900 such Judas goats to finish the war. By 2006, it was declared that the main islands were free of goats for the first time in centuries and the vegetation they destroyed was beginning to come back. The Galapagos turtle population has since rebounded to over 19,000, so the operation has achieved its goals. That being said, Project Isabella is not without its controversy. The slaughter of a quarter million of goats was and is controversial today to some but their deaths meant the saving from extinction of several other species. It should be humanity's responsibility to protect all life on our planet, because we're the only species capable of understanding how to do it. The following minute of the podcast will contain a short promotion for another amazing podcast that I love, PNW Haunts and Homicides. Check it out.
1: Hey creepy people, this is PW and and Homicides. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Cassie. Together, we explore stories of the paranormal and true crime throughout the Pacific Northwest. We're just two normal-ish friends who want more creepy, local stories. Our episodes start with a tarot reading to help us gain some insight on each topic as we share the facts of the case and our interpretations. Come join us. We've got plenty of wine, laughs, and stories to share. You can find our episodes featuring true stories from infamous as well as lesser-known true crime cases like the murders in Tunnel 13 and Forest Park, as well as our spooky stories from Pike Place in the Oregon Vortex on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, and many more. For all of you that are listening, if you have any true crime or paranormal stories that you want us to share, email us at homicides at gmail.com. Have Have a a creepy creepy ass day. day!
0: That's the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, leave the podcast a rating. If you'd like to vote for the next episode's topic, then follow me on Instagram, you can vote on my stories. You can find me at Learning About the World podcast. I hope you liked this episode and learned something new. Definitely go check out PNW Haunts and Homicides. It's an awesome podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great day.